Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Decided to sleep in? Missed your favorite morning show? Yeah, don't worry. It's the Morning After Podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With their pre-owned personal shopper, your requests will be personally handled by their team of salespeople, sales managers, and vehicle buyers, meaning you got someone looking out for you the whole way. And with Easy Peasy Loan Approval, they've got you taken care of in a way that doesn't require a social security number or trigger a credit inquiry. So go check them out, Treasure Valley Subaru at the Idaho Center. Now, for Nick and Big J. Take it away, boys. All right, everybody, it is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Friday, the 24th day of June 2022. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yeah. Big J, we're headed into the weekend. You got a job fair you're going to tomorrow. Any other Big J plans? Man, uh, I hope not. Just relaxing, unwinding? Yeah, I don't like having plans. Feet up? Yeah, but you usually find yourself in that situation. I'm sure uh, there'll be some things I'm told to go do. Uh, That is part of the deal. Uh, do you? Or it sounds like yeah, you're looking forward to doing Yeah, otherwise I'd probably be super bored. Yeah, but you know what? Every once in a while, it's okay to have one of those weekends, you know? Where you That's just lay around and become a waste of space. Uh, I don't know what those are like, but maybe someday I'll be able to put some Eating of this stuff together. Is that what happens? Off the vine. People eat grapes off the vine? Or are they fed to them? Well, that's the rich people talk. I see. Oh, I see. Uh, lounging yeah. around and eating grapes is regular person, but I mean, getting them what's fed. What's the to longest you? amount of time you'll you'll willingly feed somebody grapes? Uh, zero, zero amount of seconds. That feels uh, like almost like fairly degrading to me. It, it feels like way. it could be a romantic gesture. It could I, be, but again, I, I say that isn't going to last for a long period of time. Right, but also like I feel like there is a certain like classism involved in grape feeding, just yeah, because I of the connotation. You know, the Romans. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, like, I think it's one thing to, like, you know, feed your significant other something, but to sit down as they lounge on, like, a, a foyer and you're feeding them grapes and they've got, you know, like a toga on, uh-huh. it's weird. Yeah. It's weird. Yep. I don't like any of it. And quite frankly, I'm not even sure how we got here. But here we are, letting you know that today is a day that if you're looking for Badflower Royal Bliss tickets for next weekend, we got you covered. If you're looking for Dirty Heads tickets for next week, we'll also put that on the agenda today. Uh, We'll get a What You Gonna Do Fire Me song of the day, courtesy of Radio's Big J, on the course of the show today. We've got some We're Going to Hell action. Maybe, just maybe, we'll see what's going on with the Lounge at the End of the Universe this weekend, too. So, it should be a decent Friday show. That is the goal, anyway. Well, let's get started with some music. We'll kick off the morning after with Nick and Big J with some Red Hot Chili Peppers this morning. It's Californication. Here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks. The first there to market. <laughs> Important stuff. Launch newsfeed. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. City of Meridian is not going to let the ne'er do wells win, Big J. They had to cut short and cancel last week's movies in the park happening because of. Juveniles running around doing juvenile things. You understand? Damn juveniles. They didn't like it. They were causing altercations. And so they pulled the plug on last week's showing. But right back at her this week tonight out there at uh, at the old park. If you want to go check them out, Settlers Park, it's where it's happening. Uh, it will be Sonic the Hedgehog tonight. 
Now, there are new rules because of the whole situation. Some modifications were made, including increased security and staffing. So the movie area will also have fencing and attendees will receive wristbands. So watch out. So they're going to be on the lookout for disruptive behavior, Big J. So don't go planning on going down there and causing a ruckus. It ain't going to work. Okay. Also, they have uh, adapted a new policy where minors will not be allowed into the event without a parent or a guardian. So you just can't uh, send your kids down to Settlers Park for a couple hours while they watch Sonic the Hedgehog on a big inflatable screen in uh, Meridian. You understand? So they're going to see how this thing goes. And if it goes okay, then it continues. But if they have more problems, what do we do, Big J? Pepper spray the whole lot, right? I, I mean, how many of them? That was the thing. Like so the like details were sketchy. And hyenas? They made it sound like yeah, it was like a, like you know like like, like the, the outsiders or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like at the drive-in of the outsiders. And so it was a whole situation. But I don't think that was it. But I do not know for sure like what was happening. Warriors. It was creepy though, apparently. So watch out. NBA draft was last night. Big J. And the Orlando Magic chose Duke forward Paolo Banchero with the first pick in the NBA draft last night uh, at Brooklyn's Barclays Center. Uh, Chet Holmgren from Gonzaga ended up going number two to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Then you got Jabari Smith from Auburn. Then you got Keegan Murray from Iowa. And then you got Jaden Ivey from Purdue. There's your top five that are gone for the NBA draft. Who do you think is going to be a superstar, Big J? I have no idea. Do you care? No. Yeah, you're not much of a sports fan these days. I'm not much of an NBA fan. Well, I, uh, sports in general, I feel like anything that the only it is sport not... that matters is the NFL. Yeah. Well, I think you also sometimes like college football, still, right? Yes. So it's got to have football. Go in it, Archie. Is the point? It's got to have football in it. Oh yeah, we'll be talking about that at some point today too. You better believe it. Uh, but we also have to talk a little bit about the fact that we got the College World Series firing up. Oklahoma and Ole Miss are going to be playing each other in the best of three series for the men's College World Series championship begins tomorrow. Ole Miss will be playing for the first national baseball title in program history, so pretty nice. Big J, former guest of the morning after Robert Rodriguez is bringing back one of his most successful franchises. Spy Kids is returning, another new family of spies. Uh, It will be a new chapter, and it will uh, be streaming on Netflix. And uh, as opposed to the usual stars, this time Gina Rodriguez is involved. Zachary Levi is going to play the dad. And he's cast a couple of newcomer kids to pay, play the spy kids this time around. So starting all over? Yeah, it's wow. basically essentially a reboot. I also don't know. Uh, it doesn't say if it's like a series or if it's a movie. I think it's a movie. Uh, and they'll see how it goes if more on the horizon. But it was a really successful franchise, family franchise, for Robert Rodriguez for a bunch of years in the movie theaters. So I can't imagine why uh, I'm shocked that they would go back to that well. But they are. No word if Sylvester Stallone will be involved in reprising his role or Antonio (laughs) Banderas. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Metallica here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. It is time for Big J's What Are They Going to Do? Fire Me Song of the Week here on a Friday morning. It's your custom-picked song courtesy of Big J. What's it going to be today, Big J? Yeah, what are they going to do? Fire me for playing new Ozzy Osbourne with Jeff Beck? Here's patient number nine. It's Big J's song of the day on the X. Rocks. There it is, Big J's What Are They Gonna Do Fire Me song of the day. That's brand new Ozzy Osbourne, Patient Number 9. And I think I know why you played it, but do you have additional details? 
Uh, just to let everybody know that here about an hour the video comes out, the album comes out September 9th, and it is uh, that's the self-titled uh, track right there for the album, Patient Number 9. Yeah, and uh, don't forget the album has got like, it's the return of Zach Wild with uh, with Ozzy, so he's on a bunch of tracks. I think like yeah. I saw Mike McCready from Pearl Jam is on the album. Robert Trujillo? Jeff, yeah, Jeff Beck is there. Tony Iommi from Black Sabbath pops up on a couple of tracks, so Taylor Hawkins as well. Yeah, there's some uh, nice collaborations happening on that album that's going to come out in September. September and the video that drops in like an hour, Todd McFarlane put together, former guest of the morning after. So Crazy. Uh, he is dealing, I mean, Ozzy had some health stuff going on, which is why you can probably understand he's not appearing in the video. Uh, he had a surgery that he was dealing with COVID as well leading up to this album. So it's kind of like an animated video for it, but you can look forward to that, I think, I'm sure. Yeah, now the album version is uh, about seven minutes long um, and uh, the beginning is pretty, pretty dang funny. Uh, yes, we did. We both did laugh when we heard the beginning. Of this I heard it. I, I heard it. I listened to it this morning while I was driving in, and I missed that part of of the song. So uh, getting to hear it uh, with the headphones on, it, it's a good laugh, man. It is fun. Morning after with Nick and Big J coming up. Some important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Relationships can be difficult, Big J. You know this. You're our relationship expert. I don't have to tell you. Great. But how difficult do they have to be? Well, the answer comes from depends on who you ask, really. And that's exactly what YouGov did. They asked 10,000 serious couples about basically their disagreements and arguments. They wanted to know, number one, how often do couples argue on a regular basis? Number two, what do they argue about? And the survey results are in. And here's something to think about if you have a blow-up with your significant other. About 3% of the 10,000 couples surveyed said they never argue. Not once. Never. How many? 3%. Wow. On the other end, 8% say they argue every single day. Every day. The biggest percentage was 16%. And it was a tie between those who say they argue multiple times a year and those who say they argue once a year or less. That seems like they're lying to me. If you're in a serious relationship with somebody for 365 days, something's going to come up more than once a year, unless you're not talking to each other. Yeah, what defines an argument? I guess when two people disagree and you verbally get into an altercation, that to me would define an argument. Other than that, it's just a disagreement. And I feel like that's different things. But if you're chirping back and forth or it's a topic that comes up multiple times, guess what? That's probably a situation. Now, we have a new number one for years and years and years for couples. The one thing they argue about the most was, of course, money. Okay. That comes in at number two at this year's poll. Any idea sitting at 39% what most arguments are about? Uh, driving? Nope. Oh, damn. Tone of voice or attitude? Somebody's got, got a real you got tone attitude. With me, woman? Yeah. What what don't get mad at me. Don't raise your voice at me. 39% of arguments are about that these days. Now wow. money comes in at second at 28%, and then not communicating comes in at third at 26%. Or communication issues. Crossing of wires. Somebody told you something you were supposed to do, you didn't do it, or you they didn't tell you something you were supposed to do, and it was a missed opportunity. Rest of the top 10, household chores, relationships with immediate and extended family, amount of time spent together, which there nobody's happy about, life decisions, health and lifestyle decisions, how you argue, and then sex comes in at number 10. 
They argue about that at 12%. Well, it so. seems like that slipped Boom. as well down to number 10. <laughs> yeah, could very well be. So now you know you're not alone no matter what category you're in. The uh, Arch Manning is a high school quarterback, nephew of Peyton and Eli Manning, announced yesterday that he's committed to play at the University of Texas. Manning's going to be a senior next year at Isidore Newman High School in New Orleans. He's considered the number one overall recruit and number one quarterback in the draft of 2020, in the class of 2023, I should say. Big J, do you care because he's not a direct descendant of the Manning clan? He's Archie's son, which is the one Manning brother that did not do pro football. Does that matter to you, or you care only because the mad name carries on? I'm not sure I care at all. Oh, you don't? You talked about it earlier I this mean, morning. Well, listen, the kid's got to go out there and earn it. I mean, I guess he's pretty good. Uh, a lot different than uh, Peyton and uh, Eli. Mobile, is that what you're saying? <laughs> he's he's athletic. <laughs> uh, so uh, we'll see. And he's like, you know what? I'm not going to go where they those guys went. He took his own, uh, decided to go in his own place. Texas has been terrible for the last few years. Uh, I don't see that getting any better. Uh, he probably won't finish his collegiate career there. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, we will see. For sure. But yeah, I mean, you know, Peyton and Eli, they went all different places. I mean, well, I guess that Eli followed in his dad's footsteps going to Ole Miss, but Peyton went to Tennessee. Daddy. So uh, we'll see how Arch does, but he certainly was coveted, and that was a pretty big get for the University of Texas. If you want to know what Denise Richards is up to, Big J, she is following her 18-year-old daughter and going to OnlyFans. The former Housewives of Beverly Hills star announced on Instagram that she'll be producing content for $25 a month. So now you have both Denise Richards and her daughter, Sammy Sheen, uh, both joining the site. So you can see the whole Charlie Sheen connection uh, nude, if you want, on OnlyFans, if you're willing to pay for it. Or just, you know, stream wild things somewhere free. You can also see it there. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff for the 7 o'clock hour. Kid ourselves. I'm going to hell and you know it! The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Hey, we're going to hell a story featuring some of your favorite things, Big J. A story in New York City featuring a man named Anthony. Gives you a chance to do your New York City accent and scream Anthony in it. Go ahead, hey, Anthony. Anthony! Anthony! He is a former electrician. His name is Anthony Ragusa and back in 2013, man, Anthony was on the job. He was fixing some lights up on a ladder next thing you know ass over tea kettle takes a fall and gets himself seriously injured so much so that he couldn't work (laughs) hey my back (laughs) yeah uh according to documents he couldn't walk for more than 15 minutes without being in severe pain he couldn't sit for more than 30 minutes without being uh in extreme pain and he also said that it really really hurt him to bend over to tie his shoes that's a serious injury, man. He's been dealing with pain yeah. for a long period of time, since yeah. 2013, almost 10 years. Let's get him to QC Kinetics. So off he goes on Social Security, Big J. Here's the problem, though. You understand? Hey, he's in the mob. He's not in the mob. <laughs> His wife, uh, back in 2017, really started to document Anthony's journey. That is because Anthony has decided to morph from a regular electrician to somebody who has a serious injury into a bodybuilder, Big J. I mean, he was getting flat out ripped, bro. Gains, man. Yeah, dude. Mass gains. Hey, serious gains muscle. over here. I mean, every day is leg day to Anthony. You understand what I'm telling you? you so chesty? He had a Instagram account 
rocking and rolling, documenting his, you know, journey from just a regular dude to a full-on bodybuilder, started doing competitions, all sorts of stuff, Good lifting him, weights, man. even competing in bodybuilder events. Here's the problem, Big J. You can't be on Social Security telling people that you can't bend over and sit for 15, 30 minutes at a time without being in severe pain and then post, you know, you working out for 40 minutes on an Instagram Live. That is conflicting information. And uh, because authorities had every single picture and video from his wife's Instagram account since 2017, they've been able to put together a pretty good case against Anthony Ragusa being actually disabled and needing to be on Social Security. Hey, why are you Italian uh, targeting Italian-Americans, huh? So they arrested Anthony uh, this week. He pleaded guilty to second-degree gland larceny. How much will he have to pay back the government and Social Security Administration, Big J? A lot. $200,000. Oh. <laughs> also be on... My back. ...probation for... Uh, five years. Yeah, you thought your stern hurt before. Wait till they take uh, twenty two hundred thousand dollars. Why? If you're doing that good, being a bodybuilder, why are you get taking Social Security too? What's Listen, the deal? Because people are scammers, and they're always looking for the angle. And this dude found one. Now, now here's the problem. I don't really know if back in 2013 he had a legitimate injury, or he decided from the word go to milk this for all it's worth. And that's part of the problem. Is when people do get injured at work, really injured, and do need this stuff, there's always jerks like this that come, you know, floating to the top. And go, yeah, well, how hurt are you really? Are you hurt or you just don't want to work and you want to take up your bodybuilding passions and spend all your Social Security money on protein powder? I don't know. I don't know. You need that whey powder. But uh, it didn't work out for him, is my point. So don't try to scam people. It's not okay. Stealing money from anybody is not okay. Period. Dot the end. And hopefully you don't have to, you know, get hurt at work and have that moral could please, decision to have to make. please tell that to our government? Thank uh, you. I'll try. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Hey, there. Any other New York noises you want to get out oh, of there? I think you ran Anthony. the gamut. Good, good job. Morning After with Nick and Big J. It is the X-Rocks. <laughs> Rage Against the Machine testify here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And as I was saying before, being so rudely interrupted by not knowing how to do my job, technology <coughs> is an incredible thing. Sometimes it can be really, really amazing. And other times it can be very, very scary. And this is a story that is ripped pretty much right out of a Black Mirror episode on Netflix. If you haven't watched Black Mirror, highly suggesting that you should. It's a pretty nice uh, way to, I guess show you how reliant we can be on technology sometimes. And there is an episode that's basically this. Amazon has announced, Big J, that soon everybody that has an Alexa will be able to recreate the voices of loved ones that have passed on and have conversations with them via their Alexa. What they need is a one minute of recorded audio. If you have that somewhere of the person that has passed on, the voice assistant function will be able to recreate an entire voice that sounds like that particular person. Now, Amazon has not yet uh, basically uh, revealed when this feature would arrive, but they want to, they're going to do it under the, the, I guess, the motto, quote, make your memories last. And this is one of those functions that I feel like I'm incredibly torn on because I feel like, you know, everybody mourns and misses in their own way and has their own way to deal with stuff. And this could be a real 
tool that can be used for healing and moving on and closure but the other side of it is yeah. it also opens up the opportunity to never have to move on and be incredibly depressing and really 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 sad i don't find it a positive thing in any way shape or form because uh you know those it, it, it could end up being like the movie her or in the black mirror episode this is kind of what happens i mean i don't know if you ever saw it Haley outwell who is uh, fantastic in everything she does is the star of this particular episode and and her uh, fiance passes away, and she creates this particular persona online using just his voice. And then the whole point is, as we in- enter the future, that voice soon can be its own personality that you could put into a. But I mean, it gives you an opportunity to really never ever move on from somebody, and it can be a real kind of, uh, I guess, razor's edge, if you will. Yeah, I am not a fan of this. Don't like it? No. I don't think I do either. Like, I mean, there's, there's, uh, like, I, I think you know. You see those those uh, like videos that go viral of somebody that opens up a card that has like the last thing their mom said to them or something after they pass on, and you can understand the emotion that's involved in there. But then like you know you take that to the next level, and now you're having a conversation with that person, and it seems just really creepy and weird to me. I just feel like it opens a door for you becoming completely and utterly uh, insane. That could be too. That I mean, it just, uh, I mean, it, that word is it end, and then you just, I just feel like that grief process uh, continues over and over and over and over again. Yeah. It would be, it would be pretty scary. I, I don't, I don't think I like that whole idea at all. I, I, I am with you on this, but again, I can see where it can be positives in certain situations, but I, I do believe that the bad outweighs. How the about good. this? Certainly not in the form of Alexa, right? <laughs> Where I mean, I'm sorry. I don't want my mom telling me the, what the weather is, etc. Well, I don't. I, I, I mean, I think that'd be creepy to set it as your assistant's voice. I think this is a program inside Alexa that you would open and then have a conversation. But yes, you're absolutely right. If you have like your I mean, aunt giving you the weather, good morning, Big J. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it. So think about it. It's coming whether we like it or not. Rest in peace, Mitty. you got to figure this thing all out and see if it's something that you want to be involved with. But I'll say hard pass on my part. Big J. I can't lie, Big J. Sometimes the thing that blows me away the most about some of the ways things work, uh, especially high up in our government, is the hypocrisy of it all. Well, yeah. And over the last couple of days, it's been a pretty big story that the FDA uh, decided that they were going to ban Juul electronic cigarettes. That is the market leader when it comes to the world of vaping. And basically, they've told the company, you've got to pull all your products. Now, this isn't the first time they've messed around with these cigarettes. Back in 2019, they kind of put them on the same level as regular cigarettes, where they told them, you know what, you can't advertise the way that you're currently advertising. Because if you remember, <laughs> you would see Jewel commercials on TV, remember? Yeah. Uh, with Stephen Dorff. Stephen Dorff. <laughs> Stephen Dorff. <laughs> How cool it was to have a Jewel. That's so cool to quit smoking. And they also made them eliminate their fruit and dessert flavors as they felt like that was starting to lead an uptick in the teens of the world vaping and doing stuff. So uh, now, in order for them to stay on the market, they have to show their products benefit public health, meaning they have to actually prove that Juul can be used as a way to stop smoking, not just as another alternative to it. And the FDA said yesterday that Juul's application didn't have evidence to show that that was the case, and therefore they're pulling them. And uh, basically, Juul has decided that they're going to basically say okay for now, but they want to consider their next steps, including a possible appeal. But I guess my point is, like, 
It's really weird to me how this is all of a sudden a big deal when, you know, cigarettes are still perfectly fine and okay. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a weird thing to me. But, well, obviously there's not a vaping, you know, lobbyist out there, I guess is my point. The tobacco companies have the money, therefore they're able to keep their product on the market and they have to deal with some restrictions as well. But, like, nobody's threatening on taking cigarettes away off the market. When you can certainly argue that they are, if not more dangerous, certainly as dangerous as vaping side of things. I mean, that's part of the problem. We didn't really know all of the the facts about it, and things are still coming out about vaping that we still don't truly, totally know. But, like, we're not talking about pulling anything else off the market, just the vaping stuff. So it just seems a touch hypocritical to me. Although, I'm not surprised... And certainly understand that, you know, you can play the health card if you want to, but you can't leave something just as equally dangerous, if not more, still on the market and play the high and mighty health card, I guess is my point. All for one yeah. and one for null. I don't know. doesn't make much sense. But we'll see what ends up happening. This still could be appealed and uh, it could be back to up on for sale in no time. Who knows? Orlando Magic chose Duke forward Paolo Benchero yesterday with the first pick in the NBA draft. The Oklahoma City Thunder then grabbed Chet Holmgren from Gonzaga with the second pick. Jabari Smith from Auburn went third to Houston. Uh, Keegan Murray from Iowa went fourth to the Kings. And Purdue guard Jaden Ivy went uh, fifth to the Detroit Pistons. That was your top five. Not a lot of swaps or big names really taken in the draft. This one wasn't expected to be like a, a franchise changer, if you will. So we'll have to wait and see how all these players do. Did you say Chet? One of those guys named Chet. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, like the one wow. of the biggest, best players in college basketball is named Chet. Chet Holmgren. No relation to Mike, the football coach that you might know, Big J. But he did play at Gonzaga. You didn't see him uh, with who's the naming their kid Chet? Uh, well, I believe his name is probably Chester. I think it's a nickname. Okay. Or that his parents are huge weird science fans. One of the two. <laughs> but why would you name him Chet? <laughs> I don't know. Why do we name anybody anything? Rolling Stone investigation was published yesterday. Uh, Ezra Miller's not doing okay, Big J. Apparently, uh, Ezra is housing a 25-year-old woman and her three young children at a Vermont farm. Uh, and now people are starting to speak up because they're worried that Miller's home has a bunch of unattended guns. Like, apparently the one-year-old was seen running around with a bullet in her mouth. That's never good. Uh, and the, 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 the Flash Star has been having some run-ins with the law recently. And it hasn't been going well. So you asked me not too long ago, what does Warner Brothers do? And I, I don't know, man. I mean, they are in deep with Ezra. Like, this is uh, this is new territory, but man. Yeah, every time we turn around, some awful news about Ezra is coming out, and we're, it's not good. We're not, and, and you know, neither here nor there. I mean, hard to know what the truth of all that of stuff course. is. But uh, this isn't some sort of indie movie that can get kind of, you know move to the side this is a huge blockbuster movie that has you know multiple ramifications for uh more movies and etc i mean it's crazy and like we want to see this movie because it's got michael keaton as batman in it <laughs> and it's like if this doesn't happen i mean listen that would be terrible yeah it would be it would be crazy to all see. because somebody may have lost their gourd but like you know it's like, if you're Warner Brothers, what do you do, man? I mean, it, it almost seems like you're in a no-win situation. Like, if it comes out and it's a huge hit, then what do you do? Because you know you've got to end the, the relationship. And it comes out and it bombs, then, you know, you've wasted a ton of money, a ridiculous amount of money on it's this crazy. whole situation. It's, uh, it's not great. 
But what what happens remains to be seen. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Hey, kids. uh, Next weekend is officially Fourth of July weekend. And why not have some fun with some music on Saturday? Bad Flower Royal Bliss is going to be at Expo Idaho Grandstand. And uh, we want to hook you up with tickets to that event. Of course, uh, you just need to beat Nick here in Pop Culture Smackdown to get that done. Let me give you our phone number, 208-287-1003. That's a number that you need to call if you'd like to play a little game called Pop Culture Smackdown to claim these tickets. And uh, Royal Bliss just dropped a new song today, Running Down a Dream, a cover of oh, Tom man. Petty. Big J came it's, running it's, into my office it's yesterday. It's great. It's great. Telling me how great it is, so I'm sure you'll hear that next week. It'll be on Cage be Match Monday night, All right. and you probably hear it on Randy's exclusive Sunday. Hello, The X. Hello. Hey, what's up, man? What's your name? Jeremiah. All right, Jeremiah, you're up first. Good luck, buddy. If you heard a friend say, you know nothing, Jon Snow, what TV series are they referring to? Jon Snow. You know nothing, Jon Snow. Leave it to Beaver. Which one? Leave it to Beaver. Leave it to Beaver. Wrong. No, sorry, Jeremiah. It's really weird, though. It's not that far back. Hello, The X. Hey, how you doing? Good, man. Here's Big J with your question. If you heard a friend say, you know nothing, Jon Snow, what TV series are they referring to? Uh, that'll be Game of Thrones. Right. Game of Thrones is correct. Nick, this Batman Forever star has been in NCIS Los Angeles since its beginning in 2009. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, Chris O'Donnell? Chris O'Donnell. Right. Little Robin. <laughs> what foul mouth chef has starred in a string of reality shows including Hell's Kitchen, Kitchen Nightmares, and MasterChef? Uh, uh, Gordon Ramsay. Right. Oh, Gordon Ramsay is correct. Uh, Nick, in The Prince's Bride, who played the grandfather? Uh, wait, hang on. Are you talking about the guy who told the story to little Fred Savage? Yes. That would be Peter Falk. There you go. Right. <laughs> Why do you laugh? Because you, you pull out these Princess Pride yeah. casting questions. Yeah, we get you, man. We get you almost every time. Uh, what is the name of the fictional town where Stranger Things is set? Ooh. it's a good one. Oh. Um, Pretty important. The Hawthorne? Oh, man, you're so close. So yeah, maybe talk it through uh, for a second. Uh, Hawkins. Oh, yeah. There you go. Right. See, we're we're very right. generous and fair here. Very generous <laughs> and fair. Uh, Nick, in the two, two, in which 2000 movie did Dwayne the Rock Johnson make his debut on the big screen as the Scorpion King? <laughs> you just gave me the name of the. Then it would no, be the no, Mummy didn't. Returns. I can't believe you got that right. Is that right? Yeah. All right. I would have said the Scorpion King had you not said that in the question. So uh, you can thank yourself Damn. for that one. Uh, in 2021, who changed his name to Yi? Yi. The rapper. Oh, uh, Kanye West. There you go. Kanye West. Kanye West. Nick, which planet was demoted to dwarf planet status in 2006? Uh, it'd be Pluto. All right, I'm out of course. Right. Yeah, congratulations, man. We uh, lasted the full eight seconds in the ring. You are good to go with Bad Flower and Royal Bliss tickets. I had a good week with Pop Culture Smackdown. Yeah, I need Take to, on all I covers. Need to- do some sort of work. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We will do some headlines next on the X Rocks. Uh, 
Headlines brought to you by Albertsons. Big hiring blitz happening tomorrow. Uh, we're going to be out uh, basically doing two live broadcasts from the Courtyard Marriott on Eagle Road and Overland tomorrow. Uh, 10 a.m. to noon, Big Jay's going to be out there broadcasting live. And then from 2 to 4, Jason Drew's going to be out there broadcasting live. So if you're looking for a fun, fast-paced career, competitive wages, benefits, lots of room for advancement, grab your resume, come to the Albertsons Job Fair. It's happening tomorrow, 10 to 6. Uh, Courtyard Marriott, Eagle and Overland. Swing on by and grab yourself a gig. Work for a great company here in the Treasure Valley and get some stuff from the X-Rock stock so you walk away with a job and maybe some cool points. That can't suck, right? Yeah. Plus, you get to meet Big J if you go at the right time. Who doesn't? Who doesn't want to do that? Get the hell out of here. Go check that out. Headlines are as follows. Sing it, Marty. Thanks for your service and what a mess. Thanks for your service. Once upon a time, companies offered, you know, severance pay or pensions, but one fast food worker just got schooled about modern bosses when he got a, quote, goodie bag thanking him for 27 years on the job. Apparently, the celebration of the Burger King worker was posted to social media where the chain was raked over the coals by dozens of commenters. The employee, who had not missed a single day of work in 27 years, was finally retiring from the fast food server. And instead of getting like a big check or a gold watch, uh, he got a movie ticket, a bag of Reese's Pieces, and a Starbucks tumbler. Nice. Thanks for being a part of the company for 27 years. Go to hell. I mean, who puts that together? I mean, you know, somebody who had, you know, probably at the beginning some, you know, good intentions. Sure. I don't think it came from a bad place, but I guess the point is, man, you put in 27 years of service. It wouldn't be nice if you got a, I mean, you're not entitled to anything, but if you're going to have a celebration, don't give me a movie ticket, bro. Just, I mean, I'd rather tell you to go screw myself. That makes that trope of uh, like something that came about in the 80s and 90s, the gold watch. Yeah. Thing look really good. It's like, man, I would love a gold watch instead of this basket of stupid stuff. It does have kind of a good story. Burger King has not commented about anything, but David Spade saw this, retweeted it, and then started a GoFundMe page for the dude. It's up to $30,000. So uh, now this guy has got $30,000 from strangers for hanging it up and working 27 uh, years at a fast food place. So at least there are some of us that care and want to see this uh, person go off to good things. So hooray. Sing it, Marty, or what a mess? Sing it, Marty. Can I interest you in a Back to the Future musical, Big J? Hey. What is this? I don't don't know why I did that. (laughs) Yes, yes, you could. Wonderful. Uh, Because it is happening. Robert Zemeckis has signed off on the 1985 science fiction film that starred Marty, uh, excuse me, Michael J. Fox's Marty to get a Broadway musical beginning next year. Uh, apparently, it's going to take over for The Music Man at the Winter Golden Garden Theater. That's the Hugh Jackman musical that's been running there for two years. That's going to wrap up at the beginning part of next year. And so Back to the Future is going to actually get a musical. Can we uh, workshop some music, some song names? Like Roads, Where We're Going, We Don't Need Roads is probably going to be one. Yeah. Um, maybe the uh, 1.21 gigawatts is probably the big closer, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe I Can't Drive 55. You, oh, wait, no, it's 88. That's Never a real mind. Song. Whoops. Uh, I imagine, you know. I don't know how this works. You'll be able to do some fun with the Biff one liners that he gets wrong. So it'll be happening. Whether Act or not like a tree. It's like it's successful. Another story altogether. We'll see. They've had plenty of uh, chances to have something based on something successful that hasn't gone well on Broadway. We'll wrap it up with what a mess. More than 3,000 homes and businesses in North Carolina lost power last week because of a squirrel. 
Duke Energy officials say the crews investigating the massive outage, which affected government buildings, determined that it was a squirrel, came in contact with some wires, and blew a fuse. Once they determined the cause, they were able to work on restoring power, which was finally done around 8.30 in the morning the following day. Uh, they can't find the squirrel, so who knows? But this is the second squirrel in as many months that has lost power to more than 4,000 people. Same thing happened in Minnesota about a month ago, if you remember us talking about that. So now, squirrels are starting some bleep, Big J. Could this be an act of aggression? Yeah, with squirrels, it always is. Okay. I mean, they're coming for us. Just making sure. Uh, so maybe, just maybe, be on the lookout for our uh, four-legged friends. They work in teams. Getting ready to go. Uh, they tried to warn us in Rick and Morty. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. <laughs> Isolation Volbeat, it is Temple of Akur here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. And I don't want to jump to conclusions, Big J, but do you got beef? No, I don't have beef uh, at all, but I feel like we're not getting fully serviced from our uh, local uh, meteorologists here. And uh, while Scott Travell is a good buddy, it's uh, maybe not necessarily his fault, but um, there is a fellow there in Chattanooga, Tennessee. His name is uh, Brian Smith, and uh, he helped out uh, his... Uh, at least uh, area of people who watch his forecast with, uh, an, uh, I guess, a recipe for mailbox lasagna because it's so hot right there. Making lasagna yeah. in your mailbox? Yes. Here's, he gives out the uh, the recipe uh, in uh, on the forecast because that's how hot it's going to be. Use fully cooked meat. That's important. <laughs> okay. Uh. So uh, get yourself some sausage, throw it in a pan, brown it up. Assemble in a 5 by 10 dish. Place in the mailbox by 10 a.m., 48 hours to cook, grab mail, and dinner. This sounds disgusting. Why would anybody do that? It's the old f- uh, frying egg. Yeah, that I get, but also, like, you're not eating that egg once it's done off the pavement. (laughs) Who would? I want to see, I mean, I'm sure somebody's going to do it uh, on the TikToks or whatever, but uh, but putting your lasagna uh, and everything in your mailbox when it's, uh, you know, uh, probably uh, 90 degrees somewhere, humidity's at 80% or so. Yikes. Yeah, this feels like, as an Italian, this feels like uh, an affront on our cuisine in in multiple ways. Hey, get that out of my mailbox. (laughs) We're not all from New York. But also the fact that, you know, when's the last time you cleaned the inside of your mailbox, I guess is my point. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, I think ideally you put, you know, I'm not even going to comment on what you should do here. Don't put your lasagna in the mailbox. I mean, there are bugs that will get in there if you leave it in there overnight. There's no way you should be doing this. This shouldn't even be a suggestion do not cook things in your mailbox guys or outside that aren't isn't involved in a grill or some sort of smoker the lengths that sometimes meteorologists will go to get our attention uh this is an example of uh, a little crazy but it worked morning after with nick and big j we got your tickets to dirty heads next on the x rocks Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Bad Impressions brought to you by Treasure Valley Subaru. Easy in, easy out location next to Idaho Center exit off the freeway. And uh, we've got for you tickets to the Dirty Heads. They're going to be here on Tuesday, Nick, out at the Ford Idaho Center Amphitheater uh, along with Soldier Boy uh, and... No. Oh, Soldier. Soldier? Soldier. Here's the problem. You make these jokes, and then they find your way into your I real know. life, and it starts. It to- blurs the lines of reality, <laughs> just like my life. 
If Soulja Boy did show up, that'd be something, I'll tell you what. Uh, either way, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun for a lot of people out there on Tuesday. So we'll get you those tickets if you can figure out bad impressions. Your 20, guess is as good as mine at this point. 208-287-1003 is the number. Big J's got three clues about somebody famous. Figure out who that person is, and you're going to see a show on Tuesday. Hello, The X. Hello, how you doing? Good, man. What's your name? Nick. All right, Nick, you're up first. Good luck. Many refer to me as the master of horror. Uh, one more. Not only did I direct Halloween, I also wrote the famous theme music for the movie. Oh my god, is it John Carpenter? Yeah. Hey, good job, man. Well done, Nick. Hang on one second. We'll get with those Dirty Heads tickets, including some of the other bands, not all, but some that Big J had mentioned. Why? (laughs) What was Clue 3, actually? My name precedes movies like The Thing, Halloween, Big Trouble in Little China, and Escape from New York. Uh, Why is he in the news? Well, uh, let's 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 see this, Nick. Here over the weekend, uh, there was the debut uh, Fathom events of The Thing, right? The The anniversary, right? The anniversary, and so they brought it back to theaters, uh, the 40th anniversary, and it was a disaster. Oh no! Uh, Mostly because they really screwed up the aspect ratio for the widescreen, etc. To quote uh, some somebody on Twitter, who uh, he he has uh, his name is Mick Garris. And he uh, has the most the postmodern podcast, and uh, he's quote I just got back from seeing John Carpenter's masterpiece of Fathom Events 40th anniversary screen, screening, and I will never ever see a Fathom event again. I recommend you avoid them like the plague. The problem was uh, the um, aspect ratio was off. The picture looked it was just it looked terrible, and even John Carpenter was very very unhappy with how this whole thing uh, went down, and it did not go well at all. That's weird. I mean, listen, I've been to plenty of Fathom events. I don't have any problem with it, but it's I haven't seen any like remastered versions of things. But this feels like it could have been something you could have figured out in advance, right? Yeah, no kidding. Uh, John Carpenter called it uh, distressing and horrible. Quote, I'm happy that people want the thing to be presented at a minimum, at a minimum, man, in the way we made it. Uh, so he wasn't very very happy about that whole situation. So not much he could do about it. Nope. Uh, I mean, he probably signed off on the, the screening, but didn't know they were going to mess with everything. But yeah, this seems like it's not a very good decision. So sorry to all of those of you that were disappointed in it. But uh, listen, man, uh, just watch it at home on a DVD. It's still just as good. Although I know I understand the ability and wanting to see it in a big, gigantic movie theater, but it is a terrific movie. So I can understand why oh, people are great. upset. It's great. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will wrap up the show here next on the x Rock. That's Bad Wolves, and that wraps up the Morning After with Nick and Big J for the week. Thank you for hanging out with us. We got the world premiere. You some new Ozzy Osbourne this morning. Hopefully you got to enjoy patient number nine. Big J got to break out his New York Italian impression three separate times during the course of the show today, which is pretty impressive. Four! That's a record! And of course, you encouraged it. We also had a chance to discourage you against doing insurance fraud because that's not how you end up and we're going to hell in case you're curious. But it leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, and folks, if you if you weren't listening this morning around 6:30, you missed out uh, for multiple reasons. Uh, one uh, Nick made a tragic mistake. <laughs> Would have loved to know the story that you were going to tell, but this is why I wish we were rolling with footage in here because there's only a couple times I've seen Nick this upset with himself, not with anybody else. No, I always get the upset The other with time was in the middle of Kentucky 
when he destroyed the <laughs> GPS that we were using uh, to travel. and I tripped was, over the cord and he, I accidentally broke and, it. Oh my goodness, he was so upset, so Very quiet upset. for like, he just gets quiet and anger <laughs> building up inside him and uh, it's it's a sight to behold and scary yeah. at the same time. It's like when dad gets really angry. I'm trying to get better at it, but I, I, I don't get as angry with anybody else as I get with myself and it's oh, not yeah. even close. Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine if you it was that a, angry at a person like and that's how you reacted like it would be no, terrifying no, i don't i don't i don't i save that anger just for myself i don't i don't lash out at other people mostly i get angry only because it's uh, mostly i get angry when i do the really stupid stuff and that was what it was at yeah. 6 30 this morning i mean it was the easiest thing in the world to do that i just forgot to do and it was the second day in a row that i forgot to do it and yeah. so that made uh, that compounded the error and it made me even more upset and i try not to jump on board and make it worse but man it was a display of full rage. I, I threw paper towels across the room. I was very upset. Uh, next set of X-Rock brought to you by our friends at Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. If you're looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle, check out GoTeamMazda.com and check out the I pre-check button while you're there so you know exactly what you qualify for. It's all at GoTeamMazda.com. That's it for us. We'll see you next week. You guys have a good one. It's the X-Rocks. <laughs> The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.